Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Snoopy, very much. And we're ready to go back to the phone lines. I'm just going to go ahead and take a call before we take this first break, Mike, just because I didn't tell you that off air. I'll tell you that on air. Let's go to Gary in Plano, and uh, we'll... we'll uh, not make him wait any longer. Gary, thanks for calling. How can I help you? Hi, Neil. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I have, uh, my wife and I live on a creek in Plano, and we have volunteer hackberry trees that come up and have gotten pretty large. Uh, in fact, one of them probably is about 10 inches in di- diameter. They're kind of leaning over the house, and I'm just curious about hackberry trees. I know they're fast growers. And whether that's a desirable situation or should I consider removed? Well, hackberries are brittle. Um, They are subject to limb breakage and ice and windstorms, and they're somewhat short-lived. If I had a nice hackberry in the middle of my yard, um, hmm, I, I would not take it out. If it had some character to it, I, I would, I'd have a hard time taking it out. Uh, if, if I bought a piece of property and there was a hackberry there, mm-hmm. I would never plant a hackberry as my, as my main landscape tree on purpose. Right. And I would not leave one just because I got it for no cost. Um, and, and so that's as a landscape tree, not taking into account the fact that it's hanging over your house. That worries me a great deal um, because they can break without a whole lot of warning. Now, a 10-inch diameter one is not is not mature yet. Um, give it another 20 years, and then I'd probably begin to worry about it. I'll tell you where I really begin to worry is when it loads up with mistletoe and those limbs get very gnarly. Uh, that's when it weakens a lot. So be careful if, it, if that starts to happen. Well, ours ours is pretty clean. I mean, it doesn't have any uh, any any problems that you can see, at least. Right. I was just concerned because I do know that they're fast growing and that they do tend to be. Uh, I was concerned about it either falling or losing limbs that would hit the roof and do some damage. Yeah, it's more likely to break in in half or, or you know a big part of it just break in a in an ice storm than it is to. My I live in a pecan forest and we are always being pummeled somewhere in our <laughs> landscape in our yard with pecan branches uh, it, there's always something falling out of pecan trees but with a hackberry you don't lose limbs so much here and there as you as you lose the whole tree at some point right but right you're not we, we had one uh, some time ago we've lived here over 20 years we had one some time ago that actually did that it kind of rotted from the inside out right and uh, yeah that, that's I'd, the I'd basis just be for my concern. Yeah, yeah, I'd be cautious. If it's the last but... twenty years, Neil, I'd, I don't have a problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but assuming it's less than that, it could be a potential problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well just, thank just you very much. Keep an eye on it. You bet. Thanks for the call, Gary. Good luck with it. Take care. You bet. Thanks, Neil. Zeke in Arlington with your crepe myrtles. You're next. Sonia at Lake Palo Pinto with your uh, your uh, native Texas perennials. You'll be right after. So stay with me. We'll get both of you in the next uh, segment, I think. So no problem. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone right now. It's always a pleasure to tell you about this uh, company and, and about its people, the company's people. Actually, it's probably backwards, isn't it? People make the company, and that's certainly the case here. Mike and Derek Wisnan make this company. They have surrounded themselves with people who will uh, will serve you. When you go in out there, you're going to be greeted with a smile. They are there to help you. Uh, you uh, take photos of what you're trying to accomplish. Maybe it's a retaining wall that you saw somewhere that you really like. And they'll say, well, that's such and such a stone. We have it, and we'll take you out and show it to you. Uh, if it's uh, a patio, They'll say, well, that's uh, that's uh, uh, this stone, and we'll take you out and show it to you. They have all of these stones. They, they go to the finest quarries around. They know their suppliers. They know where to go. Every once in a while when uh, 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 
they're gone. They come back with just beautiful stone. They also have paystone interlocking concrete pavers, decorative gravel. They have landscape boulders as big as automobiles. They have everything you could possibly want. Landscape contractors know them as having the best. It's a 22-acre location, and you can put a lot of stone on 22 acres. They deliver anywhere you can hear me, and they work with you. They'll help you. Uh, fulfill the the dreams that you have for your landscape. That's why I like to tell you about them. And they are so active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They're active in their community. You know, when when we do community projects for the Denton State Support Living Center, they are front and center in helping with that. And uh, their region of the uh, Texas Nursery and Landscape Association, they are leaders at that level. Now, how do you find them? Let me give you the contact information for Whiz. Q Stone. W-H-I-Z hyphen Q dot com is the website. They're at 4501 East Loop 820 South. That's a mouthful. They are in far southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Fort Worth. 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. It's Whiskey Stone, and uh, I don't know that they're not open today. They're normally open Monday through Saturday. I certainly don't know if they're going to be open this Monday, and I know they won't be open on the 4th of July Tuesday. But that's just all the information you need. Whiz-Q.com. That's Whiskey Stone. Hi, I'm Dee from Justin Ace Hardware in Justin. Visit us in the Garden Center. We've got everything from abelia to ZZ plants. Come see us for reliable local help. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Dee, very much. As I always say when I hear her voice, her people think she is legend. They love that lady, and they go to her. They ask for her help when they go in. So, good deal. All right, let's go to Zeke in Arlington now. Zeke, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Hey, Neil. How are you? I'm great. Thank you, sir. Good. I have a question on some crepe myrtles. I've got six crepe myrtles, uh, all planted basically at the same time. I've got three of them that are flowering beautifully, and the other two that I have no flowers on, and they also, their growth is a little bit stunted. Now, they all get basically the same amount of sun. Now, I will say the three that are flowering probably get sun all day long. The other two get a good first six hours of the day sun, and then it's kind of filtered a little bit because of a neighbor's tree after that. But those two just are not flowering. What, they're all the same, um, or five of them are all, I don't know what the brand, but they're, they're the red flowers. The other one is a black crepe myrtle. Uh, so that one doesn't flower much, and then one of the other ones, it's about two foot shorter than my other ones, and it's not flowering. So I'm just wondering if there's a fertilizer or something I can feed it, or what, what could be probably the cause of that. Okay. Well, I work uh, a lot of the, the week with the Crepe Myrtle Trails of McKinney. Uh, we, that, that was an organization I helped start in 1999, and uh, we have planted uh, upwards of 40,000 crepe myrtles in our city. Uh, so I'm kind of passingly familiar with crepe myrtles. There are several things that will make crepe myrtles bloom uh, that they must have to bloom. Full sun, uh, it is a a curve down when they don't get full sun. Uh, Initially, it's a very gentle curve, and then it just plummets when they get to a point, whatever that point is. So you may be at that edge, that breaking point. Uh, Number two, they need a lot of water to to they bloom on new growth keep that in mind they bloom on new growth so you need nitrogen and water to make them grow just like you would with any plant to get new stem growth on a on a shade tree on turf grass on anything you need nitrogen and water and so you need you need full sun nitrogen and water you can put a lawn fertilizer the same thing you put on your turf grass on your crepe myrtles and water it in really well and then water them every uh, every three or four days and that will do the best job of getting them to bloom. Now, uh, having worked with 125 or 30 varieties of crepe myrtles, I will tell you that some are better bloomers than others, not to the extent that you're describing, 
the uh, the black diamond varieties uh, are known to be shy bloomers. They don't bloom as heavily. Uh, they're grown a lot for their foliage. People, when they buy them, yeah. don't buy them just because of the foliage, but they end up saying, well, I get awfully nice foliage, but I don't get as many blooms as I wanted. And and so that that is a known fact. They bloom well, but they don't bloom as, as just lusciously as, as the... Uh, uh, the others, the the standard green ones. Part of the reason is they don't grow as vigorously. The the black diamonds normally grow uh, eight to ten to twelve feet tall, and a lot of the other varieties are are larger. Uh, so somewhere in all of what I've just said is every answer you needed. <laughs> you gotta okay. you gotta pitchfork through it and find it. Yeah, no, you answered a lot on this, especially the black diamond. I think you answered my questions on that one. As far as the sun is, is like I said, the one gets a solid. They all get the early morning sun. I mean, but the one, it's it gets filtered from about one o'clock on. Would that make a difference? Well, it, as I say, it's a it's a curve, and um, the 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 lack of bloom. You, you said they're stunted. And they're not growing, and 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 that right. that indicates water and nitrogen. Uh, okay. A plant that is not getting enough sunlight will still grow; it just won't bloom. So I I would tend to say it sounds like the plants in that are not growing well or planter plants uh, need more okay. nitrogen and water. Maybe that that tree that's giving the shade is competing for nitrogen and water. I don't know. I can't see it, but uh, I had somebody send a. a if you take my electronic newsletter, eGardens, I had that exact question this week with three crepe myrtles sitting out in the middle of a wide open field, and I gave the answer. you got to have full sun. Well, check that one off because obviously it's full sun. Secondly, they need water, and I said I can't tell. I've had a lot of rain. I think it was from Weatherford maybe, the question. I can't tell, but it looks like it might be kind of dry because the grass around the crepe myrtles wasn't wasn't growing up wildly it was kind of dry looking and third they need nitrogen i can tell that isn't happening because there's not much new growth on these plants that's why they're not blooming that's why i told the person writing you can see that on my website if you want to look at it and see if it looks like yours okay. uh you go to neilspray.com and click on e-gardens and the most recent issue is there it's in the q a section and um uh so this is and then the, the last thing I, I will say is that they bloom at different rates, different times. One of the reasons that we wanted the World Collection Park to grow all the known varieties side by side, and, and one of the reasons we wanted to put them all in the medians in the, in the streets in McKinney uh, is so that we could uh, compare when they came into bloom. We have um, uh, a variety called Lipan that is in full bloom right now. It's it's one of my two favorites, it and Catawba. They're both uh, variations of purple. And uh, Lipan is in full bloom right now, and Muskogee has bloomed about three weeks ago and will come back into a second cycle of blooms here before long. It, it's just those things happen every year in the same sequence. So it may be that what? one of these is a late bloomer. Country Red, the, the variety Country Red is my favorite red. It's not winter hardy, so don't plant it, but but it was always the last. Oh, my gosh, come on, bloom, will you please bloom? It doesn't <laughs> bloom till late July, and I, oh, I'm glad I kept you. You're beautiful, but oh, my goodness, you're painfully late. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you very much. I think you have uh, probably solved my, all my issues, so I really appreciate it. All your issues? Hey, cool. That's great. At least on crepe myrtles. All right. On crepe myrtles anyway. Yeah, yeah thanks. All right. Have a good day, Zeke. Thanks for the call. All righty. Let me see where I am. I, I promised Sonia that, uh, Sonia, you have, let me, let me get this break out of the way and I'll come right to you and we'll take however much time it takes. Have two lines open, folks. 888-787-KLIF, 888 if you call now, you'll be right behind Sonia. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. might be the only gardening reference book that you will need to be successful anywhere, any county in this great state of Texas, all 254 counties. 
I thought about the whole state as I wrote each of these chapters. Eleven chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you have to know for all the other chapters. You need to know what the soils are and what the rainfall areas are of Texas. You have to know that Beaumont gets 65 inches of rain a year, and on a good year, El Paso will get five inches of rain a year. Do you know that? Uh, So forth. You need to know that it can go way below zero in Amarillo, and it, well, you know that, you know all that. All right, chapter two is a uh, is a, a calendar. It's a forty-eight page calendar, four pages dedicated each month. So four pages for July. You can turn to July, and it will tell you what needs to be planted and pruned and fertilized and sprayed or otherwise protected in July. So you don't have to ask when should I do this or that. Um, And then chapters 3 through 11 are extremely detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. I worked a year on the book, and you get it for $36.95. That's a pretty good deal, and it will pay for itself very quickly. If you don't think it did, once you have it for a, a few months... I'll buy it back from you at full price. No questions asked. I've made that promise all the way through the uh, uh, production and sale of 79,000 copies, and I've never been asked for a refund. You may be the first, and if you are, you'll get your money back. No questions asked. It's not in stores. It's not on Amazon. You buy it either by calling my office or by uh, going to my website. The office phone number, Monday through Friday, business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. My website is the best, oh, and by the way, the office will be uh, closed on Tuesday, open Monday from 10 until 2. The website is the better way, and that's neilsperry.com, just my name, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, 3695 for a short time longer. People love their Mueller metal homes. This is what we dreamed about, and we didn't really have a plan for the interior or the finish out. We just wanted the structure up, and we're taking it from there. Looking at the sunrise in the morning, the sunset at night, just what we love. I use Mueller because they make a superior product. This is our home. This is our, our forever home. We're enjoying every minute of it and seeing it all come together, and one of these days I'll get her done. Find out more at MuellerINC.com. All right. Thank you, sir, very, very much. Let me uh, tell you right now about Advanced Foundation Repair. Fred Marshall's coming out to our house. We've got an odd little problem that has developed in one particular part of our house, and I want him to look at it and see if it might be a, a foundation issue in that one little part of our house. And I thought there's nobody any better advanced foundation repair and i know he'll be honest with us if it's uh, if it's a foundation problem he'll know what to do if it isn't he'll tell me simple as that it's the way it's always been and uh, i'm proud to recommend them to you they are just great advanced foundation repair that phone number to set up a, a time for them to come to your home uh, to do that free home inspection 214-333-0003 the website is foundation repairs.com that's plural i'm not sure that s comes across on the air foundation repairs.com it's advanced foundation repair and when they do work for you you are given then a guarantee of their work good for the lifetime of the home and transferable from owner to owner to owner how great is all that i've said it all the way through the 27 years i've been doing ads for them they have earned the right to call themselves advanced foundation repair they also uh, uh, would be happy to help you with any kind of a problem you might have advanced foundation repair let them come out and take a look at it and uh, that uh, warranty is backed by cash in the texas foundation warranty trust foundationrepairs.com and again that phone number it's hard to forget it it's almost melodic 214-333-0003 it's advanced foundation repair 
Hello, I'm Sunny from Dallas Ace Hardware next to Duncanville. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sonny, very much. We go from Sonny to Sonia. Sonia, Lake Palo Pinto. How can I help? Thank you for your patience, too, Sonia. How can I help you? Oh, thanks for taking my call, Neil. I live out on Lake Palo Pinto, about an acre of land. It's filled with post oaks, dry, sandy soil. You know, it's what's what we have out here. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a lawn, uh, but I did plant a lot of uh, Mexican buckeyes, uh, purple skull caps, beauty berries, Turks caps. Uh, salvia and flame acanthus, things like that. Y'all try to stick with Texas native plants or adapted, mm-hmm. you know, plants. And now they're, you know, I've been trying to keep them alive. I don't have an irrigation system, so I've been hand watering a couple times a week. And they're kind of turning yellow with the dark veins. It looks to me like uh, chloriosis, chlorosis, or chlorosis. Uh, iron deficiency. Uh, what do you suggest I put on those? Maybe, maybe that's not what that that is. But I, I doubt if that's what that. it is. Yeah, I doubt okay. if that's. What it is because uh, that would not have cropped up just because of the hot, dry weather. Um, those those plants do not scream out at me as being plants that show iron deficiency. Let me let me okay. let me uh, take those plants and move them into DFW into an urban landscape where there's irrigation, sprinklers, just all that, and I never see iron deficiency on those plants in in those settings. And so, therefore, okay. I don't think you would either. I, I'll bet that's just hot, dry weather. Tell you, I'll tell you the way you can tell is look at where the, the leaves that are showing that are showing up. If it's the older leaves down on the bottoms of the stems, if they're working their way up uh, the stems, then that is definitely dry weather. If, if you have iron deficiency, you'll have, a, you'll have a, a, a branch or a stem that will look absolutely normal. Uh, it'll be... Uh, fluffed out and it, turgid is the is the the word a botanist would use. You know, it's not wilted at all. And um, the if it's iron deficiency, the leaves that are most impacted will be right out at the growing point, at the tip where the bud is. And well, that's be, what they are. Okay. They actually are. <laughs> all right. Well. Then I that's that's iron deficiency if it's showing up okay. that way. But you said beautyberry, and I I have beautyberry in an extremely alkaline soil, and and uh, I've never seen the, a moment of iron deficiency on it. What's the pH of your soil? I don't know. I've never had it tested. We've just been here a few months. It's a sandy soil. Yes, it looks right. like something you'd see in Austin. You know, we're off at two eighty one. All right, if, uh, there. If, if if you have only been there a few months and these are brand new plants, then right? They are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's... I planted them last summer, and I came out before our house was built, and I would water a couple times a week just to keep them alive. You know, <laughs> to start start my garden. What and, county are uh, this you year, in? So I'm in Palo Pinto. All right. Call the county extension office and ask okay. them what the what the pH is. I don't I don't know Palo Pinto County as well. When I worked with extension, I didn't serve Palo Pinto County. Parker was as far west as I went. Parker County mm-hmm. varies. There are all kinds of pHs in in Parker County, but ask what the pH would be in your area, or ask other okay. if there's some other avid gardeners there. Ask what the the soil pH would be. And for mm-hmm. iron deficiency to be showing up, it's got to be seven or greater and probably considerably greater. And also, are you watering at all? I was going to say, ask what the irrigation water pH would be also. In the Metroplex, okay. the water is more alkaline than the soil is in the Metroplex. Where did you move there from? That's bad grammar. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, Fort Worth. All right. Well, you're used to the alkaline water and the alkaline soil then, so... Mm-hmm. Um, just ask what to, what the pH of both of those would be, but I can't okay. imagine. Uh, skull cap normally wouldn't show it. Um, I've never seen it on uh, the uh, uh, flame uh, anisa acanthus, mm-hmm. yeah, or acanthus. Um, that's a pretty plant. I like that. I know um, it. <laughs> I, I just there wasn't a one of the ones you mentioned that that. Made me, you know, if you had thrown a gardenia in there, not that it's a native plant, but if you yeah. thrown something like that, you know, that oh my gosh, what's she doing? But so I, 
I just don't think that's what it is. It it just almost okay. has to be has to be uh, um, has to be dry. Okay. Uh, well, it, they did get dry last weekend. We went to Florida for four days, and of course, I didn't water, and it was really uh, hot and dry. So I came back and went, "Oh, everything looks droopy and yucky." So I went to watering, 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 and they've come back. They look better, but then they just started developing this yellow. Uh, with the green uh, vein, which green veins, I've always, yeah. mm-hmm. and that happened over how long? Uh, the last week. That's that's not iron. Iron is a okay. slow, progressive thing. It would develop over several several months. Okay, it's, it's not going to show up over. A, that's that's got to be dropped. I'll make you a deal because you had to okay. wait almost half an hour on me. Uh, I want oh, you to okay. I want you to go back on hold. And let Mike give you a mailing address that he has, and I want mm-hmm. you to send me some photos and let me look at them, and I'll try to help. You. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, Thank I don't, you. Don't do that for all the girls, but you had to wait oh, so long. Thanks. I just felt sorry for you. <laughs> so I'll try no to help. No problem. Appreciate you're a long it. ways Thank from. You. You're a long ways from the fire. Yeah, well, you know, we're getting rain today, so the fire, I think, is... I saw that. I mean, good. Oh, I yeah. hope that... Yeah, I hope that works. That's good. Yeah, I was yeah, looking at the beautiful. temperatures, and it's like 73 in Weatherford and 88 in Fabulous. McKinney. That's just not fair. Well, good deal. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to help you, and and you okay. stay right there. Michael Michael, give you a mailing address, so that'll work. Okay, thank you. Thanks. Uh-huh. All right, Mike and Grand Prairie are coming up right after this uh, feature. Stay with us, and I'll try to help you. Got a crepe myrtle. He's cut down near a pool. Crip myrtles and pools do not get along well. They don't. They don't play together well. All right, I have something going wrong with my ad copy here. Let me make sure I have the right thing coming up because I want to tell you about some good people. I have it. It's right here. It's Callaway's. Why do Texans love Cora XDR Vinca and count on it to fill their flower beds each year? Well, I can tell you. Stop by your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery today, and they'll tell you. You'll see. The minute you see them, you'll know. First, it's the blooms. They come in a wide range of colors, from white to purple to pink and all shades in between. There's a shade to match every garden's design. And these are rich, beautiful colors. They're just gorgeous. What's more enticing is Cora XDR Vinca blooms nonstop. You'll enjoy them all summer long since they do really well in our heat and humidity. And even better, you don't need to deadhead the flowers. These miraculous plants are self-cleaning. The flowers just kind of kind of shrivel up and drop to the ground. You don't even see them. And they bloom continuously now until frost. And uh, they're also extra disease resistant. XDR. Cora, C-O-R-A, X-D-R, Vinca. Beautiful. Four-inch pots now on sale. Regular $1.99, now $1.48. Their Texas-grown knowledgeable team is available to help you find everything you need to create and keep your landscape beautiful. So you have the chance to get the Cora X-D-R, Vinca, $1.99 normally for $1.48, and their beautiful hibiscus, the tropical hibiscus that we mentioned last hour at 50% 50% off. Oh my goodness. Reasons to go to Callaway's. You can always count on Callaway's to bring you the very best flowers, trees, and shrubs, all back to their 100% satisfaction guarantee. So branch out, try something new. If you're looking for fresh ideas to update your landscape, it's easier now more than ever with the help of Callaway's landscape design and installation. Their experienced design team will work with you to create a customized design that, uh, and then set up a convenient time for the installation. To schedule your meeting, visit Callaway's.com. Open seven days a week for your convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's.com. C-A-L-L-O-W-A-Y-S.com. We're always with you. Just download and listen to the KLIF app on your phone. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF.com. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter from my computer right there to your email. And I will never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. I, I would never do that to you. And uh, so from that standpoint, you have nothing to worry about. We have 80,000 subscribers. I've been doing eGardens for 19 and a half years. I have never had anybody complain 
hey, I got this oddball email from you because I subscribed. It's never happened. Not going to happen. Here's what you will get. Every Thursday night, a little after 6, you'll get an email from me that is eGardens. comes out by constant contact. And uh, it comes uh, at our, in my email, it comes at 3 after 6. And uh, you'll have a, a story on the featured plant of the week. You'll have gardening this weekend where I point out the things you need to do that weekend. And you'll have the Q&A section, which now uh, we have expanded to include questions that people ask of me. And uh, I answer. You'll see my replies. It's been fun to watch eGardens grow over the years, and I think you'll enjoy getting it. We have also a couple of very special stories each, uh, uh, not each issue, but one special story almost every issue written by outside contributors. This week, Steve Huddleston will be writing about the new selections of red yuccas. So that'll be fun this upcoming week. Take a look at eGardens on my website at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. That's where you sign up for it, and you can see the most recent issue there. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. Same place you go to buy my book, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. We're talking about the pests of the summertime, and webworms have to make that list. Every summer about now, we begin to see them. We've been seeing them for the last month or two, and they're just terrible. Webworms make unsightly large webs in pecans and persimmons, mulberries, and other plants that they prefer. They devour the leaves in the process, and one colony can strip a limb completely bare. Luckily, webworms do little permanent damage, but they're so disgusting that most people want to get rid of them. The way to do that, the best way, is to use a long-handled pole pruner to drop them to the ground. Of course, don't use a pole pruner anywhere near power lines. Spraying really doesn't work very efficiently. It's difficult to get the spray up high enough into the web. It's also hard to get it to penetrate the web. So I really would recommend that you prune them when they're very small, when the webs are first developing. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Webworms are kind of late coming out this year, but boy, they are out there now. I see them lots of places. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. We have 40 Ace hardware stores around north central Texas, around the Metroplex, Dallas, and, and, uh, and, and surrounding counties. Terran surrounding counties, and they joined together to sponsor these two hours of this program. I would really ask when you go into an Ace Hardware store, ask for the manager or the owner and let them know that you appreciate this sponsorship. That would mean a lot to them, and it certainly does to me as well. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer. You'll find a great deal on Ace Smart Flow Max 50-foot premium garden hose for $34.99. There's a limit of two of them. You can save an extra $5 with your Ace Rewards card. You end up paying only $29.99. Now, that's the Ace Smart Flow Max, the best premium hose for all watering needs. It's a 5-8 inch inside diameter and strong 400 pound per square inch burst strength. It prevents all kinking and twisting. I'd love to have 400 pounds per square inch of uh, pressure at our home. More like 50 pounds, but that's okay. Not complaining. Just glad we have water. Crush-proof couplings. That's kind of nice. And triple frame technology. I'm going to ask them when I go into RA's hardware, what is that triple frame technology? Could you show that to me? Don't know what that means. Maybe I'll look it up. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods. This really, I have this garden hose. I bought uh, uh, each year that they run it, I, I buy it. I buy my limit of two, and I love it. I bought a couple of extras last year at regular price. It's that good. Ace stores. Ace is the place with a SmartFlow Max premium grade garden hose for $34.99. And with your Ace Rewards card, $5 savings, $29.99, limit of two. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Hey, it's Amy Shadroff. I know it's a long holiday weekend, but the news doesn't take a holiday. I'll be here for you Monday and Tuesday mornings, bringing you up to date on news, traffic, and weather. And we'll have a little fun along the way. It's DFW's Morning News, weekdays 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF and 96.3 FM HD2. 
If you go to my website, it's neilsperry.com. That's where you go to buy my book, Nilsperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's where you sign up for uh, the eGardens newsletter that I mentioned to you and where you can also see the most recent issue of it. It's also where you can see my 1001 Frequently Asked Garden Questions. And also you'll find archived information about Rose Rosette virus, including a bunch of uh, photographs that I've taken of that uh, horrible virus disease. And you'll also find in, uh, updated information on crepe myrtle bark scale and uh, the uh, information I leave archived there about St. Augustine diagnostics. All of that and a whole lot more at neilsperry.com. Take a look, and uh, I hope you'll consider uh, signing up for eGardens while you're there. That's at Neil Sperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com, dot com. I'm Hillary from Jabo's Ace Roulette. We're your source of great Traeger products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Hillary, very, very much. Appreciate that. Let's go back to our phone lines. We go to Mike in Grand Prairie. Mike, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. Love your show. Great Thank show. Thank you. I do, too. Thank you. Uh, like you mentioned earlier, we did have a pool backyard on the back fence. We had my wife planted a, or had a Craig Murrow planted there. It's probably five, six years ago. And it grew like a wildfire probably 20 feet by 20 feet, huge tree. And, but the problem was it drops flowers in the pool like crazy also. She finally got tired of cleaning the pool and cut the, the tree down, or cut the big bush, I guess it was. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at something to kind of replace that now. I wonder if you might have a suggestion that someone would work in that area well around the pool. How much room do you have? Uh, probably 15 feet by 50 feet of grassy area. Right. But how much space do you have for the given plant that I'm, the miracle plant I'm to come up with here? <laughs> well, that's that's what it is. The, the edge of the pool runs okay. about 15 feet from the fence. And that area around the pool that's grass, Okay. That we can plant in is about 15 feet wide by 50 feet long. Okay, 15.15 by 5.0. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. I'm sorry. I was hearing 5.0 by 5.0. Okay, I got no, you. No. All right. So you have a good bit of width. That's good. Uh, yeah. What What are you desiring? Do you want a small tree? Do you want a large shrub for privacy? What are you looking for? Well, it's privacy is the biggest thing. Our, most of the homes around us are two story, and that's where she had the the crepe myrtle plant there that she wanted right. to kind of block the view of the back of the pool from the neighbors behind us. We have a, a huge live oak in the front yard, but I've noticed, and I love live oaks being, you know, green year-round. The problem we have with that is there's a lot of roots that grow right along the top of the ground. Yeah, you don't and want I, that. Yeah, you yeah, wouldn't want that near the, the pool. pool. I th- right. my, my first uh, choice for privacy would be Nellie R. Stevens Holly but I worry about the berries. How far back could you be from the pool? Would you be eight or nine feet back from the pool edge? Probably, yeah, seven or eight feet, nine feet maybe from the edge of the pool of the country. I have a lot of Nellie R. Stevens hollies in my landscape or out in the country, and I use it as my main privacy plant. I've been very, it's, it is by far my go-to privacy plant. Um, a lot of people used to use uh, red tip photinias for for yeah. privacy screens, and when they started dying thirty years ago, um, they they started switching over. A lot of people haven't made the switch yet, but they need to. And Nellie yeah. R. Stevens Holly is by far the best choice. Uh, it will grow if you don't do any pruning of it, and if you give it good moisture, which this apparently has because the crepe yeah. myrtle grew so well. Um, it will grow to be 15 to 18 feet tall and 10 feet wide. Okay. Um, a lot of people keep them much shorter than that and more compact than that. But that would be my first choice, and I'd have it at least 8 or 10 feet back from the edge of the pool so the berries wouldn't drop into the pool. Right. Uh, they will, frankly, frankly, the birds will, birds will clean them off in, in a day in the spring. I don't think they'll make a mess. I have them on our 
uh, I have uh, them around our driveway, and they don't make a mess on the drive. They don't make a mess on the they, – they eat them, and they're out of town. They leave. Yeah. It happens in about an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's uh, one option. Uh, they grow as quickly as any Hollywood, and they're, they're beautiful. If you need something that doesn't have berries, then the next thing would be probably Oakland holly. They will grow to be 10 to 12 feet tall, and they're not quite as wide, so you'd have it closer to the pool probably. Um, they uh, are a little slower growing, so you'd probably want to start with a, a larger plant to get right. your privacy a little bit faster. I'm just going to stay in the hollies because anything non-holly is either going to freeze or have some other kind of calamity. Um, okay. I, I'm not fond of the big junipers uh, for that need. Um there just isn't anything else that gives us a nice big screen. Okay. All right. Well, I'll we'll make a trip to the uh, local place or Home Depot or wherever they sell them and take a look at them and see if we can work something out on that. Go to an independent retail garden center. Okay. I have okay. I have a sponsor of my first hour over on WBP. My my promise to my listeners and to myself is I don't mention my sponsors' names in okay. answers. So I'm not going to do that right now, but I will try to get you into independent businesses, just like Ace Hardware's are independents, the retail nurseries are too, and that's where you get localized help. And uh, the place you mentioned probably has them, but you'll get localized help, and they'll know how far apart to plant them and, you know, best time and everything else. Just friendly advice. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a great day, Mike. Thanks for the call. All right. I am all about supporting local businesses whenever I can. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. If you look, let's see. I don't know if I can get there quickly. I'll count this against my time and my own ad here. Looking large shrubs on my book. And page uh, 125, lower lower right page. That's my Nellie R. Stevens Holly in my backyard one of my screening plants with a chimney pot right beside it. So, and that one is about 18 feet tall. So, so that's in the uh, Lone Star Gardening book, not in Complete Guide. Um, This might be the only gardening reference book you will need to be successful in Texas with 344 pages, 840, counting that one, of my photos, printed by Clear Visions in San Antonio. Andy is the lead uh, press man he's now moved up they gave him a promotion because he did such a nice job on his print jobs i could have told him that he's great 11 chapters and they cover every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in the great state of texas i did not write it just for dfw it's written for every part of texas so if you want to give it as a gift it fits chapter two is is a special treasure because I've never put it in a book before. It's a calendar of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and protect all the plants that you're growing month by month, four pages per month. This is not a wall calendar that you write appointments on. This is a, a, a word text calendar of when to do things. Now, I've reduced the price to just thirty six ninety five for a limited time, and uh, it's just about time for that to run out. Your satisfaction with the book is guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. Uh, You don't buy it in stores, and you don't buy it on Amazon. You buy it directly from my office by calling my office Monday through Friday or by going to my website right now. The office will be open Monday from 10 until 2. It will not be open Tuesday and then Wednesday on normal business hours. The phone number to the office is 800-752-GROW. G-R-O-W, not a zero, but an O. That's 800-752-G-R-O-W. 800-752-4769. Better way, though, after all that, (laughs) there's a better way to order it. That's just by doing it at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I'll send you a signed copy. I'll be signing tomorrow night. And also uh, on Monday, and I'd love to sign one for you. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening at neilsperry.com.
As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. FoundationRepairs.com. All right. Like I say, those are great people doing great work. And speaking of great things, products, I wasn't, was I? Mueller has great products, and they're pretty great people themselves. Seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner, every street corner. But let's do some math. For what you are paying in yearly costs for that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard. How's that happen? Well, you get yourself a Mueller Backyard Building, M-U-E-L-L-E-R. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble with bolt-together designs, and they're priced right. You get to keep your stuff at home right there by you. You're not throwing away money by leasing storage space. Their kits come in a variety of sizes, more than 30 colors from which to choose, and that adds style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at Mueller, Inc., dot com or give them a call at eight seven seven two Mueller eight seven seven two six eight three five five three they are Mueller they're made in America and they're made to last Mueller Inc dot com I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. When you need reliable, localized help for your outdoor grilling needs, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Very much. A reminder that tomorrow morning, Mike Bass and I will move down the hall and we'll be on WBAP from 8 until 10. I hope you'll join us there. That is 820 on the dial. And... uh, Hope you'll hope you'll be there. Speaking of being there, being with us right now is Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Tommy, how are you? Neil, I'm doing very well. It's a overcast day. It's a little cooler than it's been, and just a just just a nice little change today, isn't it? I have an app on my phone called Weatherbug, and I have a bunch of the Texas uh, uh, weather stations on it. It's 73 uh, when I went on the air a couple hours ago. 73 in Wichita Falls. When was it ever 73 in the middle of the afternoon in Wichita Falls, Texas, July 1st? Did I ever no, happen before? No, I, I don't know. I lived in Henrietta. It sure seemed hot when I lived there. <laughs> well, good for them. They deserve it. They've paid the price up there. So anyway, well, tell us what's going on at church tomorrow. Oh, so it's it's the Fourth of July weekend, and uh, we will celebrate. We'll we'll sing the hymns that are appropriate for the day. We'll we'll pray together. We'll break bread and share the sacrament. It's going to be a good day. It's good. Holy Communion Sunday, Church. isn't it? First Sunday of the month. That's right. First Sunday of the month is Communion Sunday, and we'll have communion and in all of our services, our our four services in the sanctuary, our two contemporary services, and our two services at our church in Melissa. Uh, we will share the sacrament together tomorrow. So I'll ask you, like I always do, who who's welcome at the at the Holy Communion, Tommy? Oh, my goodness. So in the United Methodist Church, we have an open table, and that means everyone is welcome. You don't have to be a member of the church. You don't have to be a United Methodist. Uh, If you would come in faith and love, you are welcome at the table. Uh, We say that every time we break the bread, that all are welcome. I know you do. I love hearing it. That's why I ask you every time. I just like hearing that. All right. That's great. And, folks, all of the information is at sharingtheheart.org. And uh, if you can't get into McKinney tomorrow, the uh, the 1005 service live streams. And so you can you can participate, and Tommy will give you instructions on, on communing at home. And you just have to have your, your cracker and and your your liquid there with you and and you're all set and 
and we'd love to have you in person, however. Um, the, uh, the bird of choice today, Tommy often does a birding feature because he is an avid birder. And I, I wrote to him uh, two hours ago, texted him, and I said, pick a bird, any bird. And what did you select, sir? I should have known. I said, it's the 4th of July weekend. Let's talk about a bald eagle. What else could it be? Silly me. How did I miss that one? So, no. <laughs> so how many bald eagles have you seen, Tommy, in your life? Oh, in my life, I, I don't know, 20 or 30 uh, maybe more than that. Hard to tell. I've seen them in different places. Uh, and Neil, I, I've seen them more and more here in North Texas. I've seen a bald eagle at the herd. I've seen a, a bald eagle up on Lake Texoma a couple of times. Uh, I've seen there are bald eagles that nest at the John Bunker Sands Wetland Center here in the Metroplex. And uh, there, there are a couple of bald eagles that have been trying to nest for the last couple of years at White Rock White, Lake. Yeah, White Rock. Mm-hmm. Are, are they are they expanding their range? And is that how this happens, Tommy? So I don't know the science, but but just you know, it it feels that way. It, mm-hmm. it seems to me that I see them more than I remember when I was young. Um, and and we know that that climate is shifting and changing, and and I don't know exactly how that affects the bald eagles, but that would be a guess. I'd sure like to see the science behind that. Our uh, son Todd and his wife have just gotten back to uh, the states from a cruise to Alaska and back this past week. And while they were in Juneau, he said, "My gosh, there as many bald eagles here as we have sparrows in Texas." And yeah. that's a an odd comparison. <laughs> but, and uh, and and lots of bald eagles in Alaska. Lots they they love to nest there. And and, and the bald eagles in Alaska are actually uh, larger in size than the ones that we will commonly see here. Uh, but it's the it's the same species as far as I know. But they are beautiful, majestic birds. Once you see one in flight and recognize it, you'll never mistake it again. The way they hold their wings, the the white of their head and the tail, the way the sun glints off them, uh, it just brings tears to your eyes when you see one flying in nature, and and you understand why is such a majestic bird is the symbol for our country and for our freedoms uh, that we celebrate on the Fourth of July. And uh, Benjamin Franklin wanted the turkey to be the national symbol, right? <laughs> well, I've done, I've done a lot of reading on that. That may be an apocryphal story, but it's a good one to tell. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm just glad we didn't end up with the turkey. I, I, I love the wild turkey, but I, I think the bald eagle is such a just a magnificent bird and, and just embodies freedom as we see it and so that's that's fun here here in mckinney we're going to have a parade on the fourth of july and uh, our church will be there giving out free hot dogs and water and celebrating the beauty of this nation god bless you neil oh you don't have to run we're good we'll we'll walk it up to the end here pastor tommy brummett will be in that parade and and the uh the, our, our church will be open at the at the hub at the youth center. We'd like to have you come, Tommy. Thank you so much. We'll we'll see oh, you tomorrow. God, God bless you, Neil. Bye now. Bye, Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, sharingtheheart.org. Happy gardening.